You are now listening to the Boobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Rubin. What is it? Um, it's Hayward's 5000 Indian Premium Beer. Alcohol strength not exceeding 8% per vo- by volume. <laughs> so it's so, like anything under under 8% is Anything is under 8%. Name? Yeah, it's basically, um, it's like Indian Mickey's. It's, um, it's not good. But, mm. uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's weird. I saw, it's super sweet. Mm, yeah. Gross. I saw a man outside my apartment, uh carrying a case like a 24 case of mickeys Ooh! i just un- i i just first thought is why oh god that's horrible yeah kind of sad the last time i drank mickeys was for my um we call it the alcoholicost um <laughs> where we just drink the worst booze on the planet and you can buy little like a little six pack of like cute 40 shaped bottles uh-huh um <laughs> And they were, it's just bad. It's like not, it's not good. It's only to get you fucked up. Like there's no other reason to drink that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But do you like the beer? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's sweet. <laughs> my, my friends and I drink it because it's like, uh, he's Indian and like he buys it for me because he thinks it's funny. Uh-huh. Um, do you want to drop his name on the podcast? Oh, Evan, Evan Almeida. Okay. What's up? Um. Yeah, it's not, not good. Mm. Fuck you, Evan. Uh, official podcast stance. We all agree, Evan. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, uh, so I somebody said podcast. I think. Oh ha, shit. Ha, oh. What? Huh? Huh? Jump the gun. Podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I I can introduce what I'm about to uh, imbibe. Imbibe. Yeah. Uh, this is. Soylent. Hey. Ooh, shit. Yeah, you saw the, the name of the, the title of this episode. So this <laughs> is the actual Soylent. Uh, <laughs> this is cacao flavored. Um, I got it from 7-Eleven, and uh, this is the only thing I bought. And I, I, I ran in because I was, like, running late, and then I ran back out. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, like, the, the cashier kind of gave me, like, a look like, What's this guy's deal? <laughs> but, <laughs> Who's this future man buying future drinks? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this coder? He's a <laughs> hacker, probably. Mm, uh, CS so, major. Yep. <laughs> I need to, all right, I'm, I'm sniffing the bouquet, because I've never had this before in my whole life, so. This is very exciting. Did you shake well? I, I did shake well. Good. It smells like, uh, uh, like a Tootsie Roll a little bit. Oh. Uh, and, oh, uh, God. Mm. And it's, um, yeah, it's actually not bad. Okay. I don't think All it's right. that bad, yeah. It's uh, kind of like, if I couldn't get Soylent, I was going to get Muscle Milk, which is like kind of the same thing, <laughs> I think. Uh, but yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. But this is, this is my lunch, guys, because it's yeah. a whole meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're supposed to be, it's, they're like, their whole deal is like meal replacement. So they're mm-hmm. for people that don't want to get up from their desk to eat a meal. Yeah, yeah. you just... Got a, a mini fridge next to your CPU, full of soylent. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got your right hand on your mouse while you're playing like uh, Overwatch, and you got your left hand like chugging down some Soylent. Some delicious, um, some delicious protein uh, protein powder mixed in some sort of weird. Yeah, I, milk. I, I'm sure it's like already a thing, but I'm surprised like esports hasn't like embraced like mm. muscle mm -hmm. milk or kind of meal replacement stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they have to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. This is uh, from soy. It also says in the bottle, produced with genetic engineering, which I like to hear. Um, also, uh, 400 calories. I'm just going to go through and read all the nutrition facts. I think the <laughs> audience will really love that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this, this, this is uh, good stuff. I'm, I can't wait to uh, transition to an all-soylent diet. <laughs> That's going to be my, uh, my mid-year mid resolution. Yeah, and please go um, like into great detail explaining your bowel movements as a result. <laughs> yes, I will. Um, the consi from consistency to texture to taste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't talked more about like bowels on this podcast. Oh yes. I mean, we're discussing as enough like how we eat on this podcast, but mm -hmm. I mean, why not just like up the ante? You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That could be our after show. It's our companion <laughs> podcast to this podcast, <laughs> where we... Talk, talking foovies. Yeah. Where we discuss the shits that we have afterwards. Yeah, what we were eating at the beginning of the episode, how it comes out at the end. No, I hate this, like, so much. <laughs> I fucking hate this so much. <laughs> Jackson, please take us out of this. All right, so um, you saw the title, and we've already talked about it to a certain extent. We watched Silent Green, the 1973 sci-fi classic um, starring Charlton Heston and um, uh, damn it we were just uh, Edward G. G. Robinson yeah. Um, and uh, yeah yeah see a, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. my Edward G. Robinson um, uh, American Romanian actor or Romanian American actor Edward G. Robinson so yeah it's um, it's based on the novel Make Room Make Room um, by Harry Harrison but it's it's sort of a commentary on like Overpopulation and the energy crisis, um, and this was made uh, right at the beginning of the energy crisis, sort of. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, basically, the entire world is running out of food and electricity and water and everything, essentially. Um, and there's too many people, there's just people sleeping on the streets, uh, and there's this new food out there called Soylent. And nobody knows really what it is, except they, they describe it as, like, a plankton and soy-based protein. Um, yeah, they say there's keep you through the day. Soylent red and yellow, which mm -hmm. are plant-derived. And then they say, ooh, we have new Soylent green, which is plankton-derived. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think it says New York, like, population, 40 million. Whoa. <laughs> In the I mean, year 2022. It, yeah, I was going to say what year... That takes place. Mm -hmm. But four years from now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Who boy. Yep. Yeah, Edward G. Robinson's character was only twenty five. No. <laughs> no. Um yeah, it's like it's like the it's we've Hands reverted back man. to the dark ages. Um where the average age was thirty. Uh-huh. Um and everyone thinks like, oh, everyone died super young. No one died super young back then. It was just they include uh, infant mortality rate in that. Fun fact. Um, so people still lived until they were like 60 or 70. Mm -hmm. They just mm -hmm. included babies in that too. 
Anyway, <laughs> bring it down a little bit. Um, I thought it was interesting that they specifically mentioned like the greenhouse effect and global warming in this movie, mm-hmm. and it's from 1973. Mm-hmm. Like that surprises me. Oh, there's this image I saw on Reddit. I wish I could remember it better, but it was like a scientific survey from like 1913, and they were talking about global warming. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We've known about it for so long. Yes, we have. <laughs> I found it interesting that, like, most of, like, the exterior shots out, like, out in, like, New York, like, there's, like, a green filter, oh, yeah. like, on the they lens. a green filter mm-hmm. on the lens. To, like, say, like, these are the greenhouse gases. Uh-huh. And oh, was that what that was? I, thought it was I think like, so, yeah. The normal, I thought it was just normal New York smog. <laughs> oh, hey oh. Hey, New York. So what's hey, the, New York. The current population Whoa. of New York City is 8 million people. So this is just four times that. Um, yeah, we'll get there. Which, four years. Yeah, four, four years. Yeah. We can do it. Um, rent's, rent's just going to go way down and everyone's going to move to New York. Oh, I thought you meant the, the play rent is just oh, going yeah. like, to get prices <laughs> for rent are going to go down. Yeah, everyone's just going to move to New York. To New York. <laughs> <laughs> the prices for rent went down. 40 Fuck. million people show up for it. <laughs> Hey, I heard Lin Manuel um, is going to be on it. <laughs> Five hundred twenty-six thousand six hundred people uh, are in this theater. Okay, uh, that was bad. <laughs> I've not seen Rent, so I can't make a, <laughs> a joke about it. Um, yeah, so, I remember Homer Simpson's rendition of the Rent, where he pays—he plays the landlord. He's like, give me the rent. I must have the rent. Dimes, nickels, quarters, pennies. Give me the rent. <laughs> yeah, so we're a musical podcast now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, mo- movie musical podcast. Our favorite movie musical, Soylent Green. <laughs> um, there is some fun music in this, though. Did you guys like notice all the weird like funk stingers underneath everything? Like uh, it felt sort of like uh, like a cop drama at, in parts. I mean, it is it is a cop drama, but like there's definitely parts that where it just goes like. Where it kind of feels like Shaft or something. No, I didn't notice that. I I noticed when Detective Thorne, who's Charlton Heston, is hanging out with Cheryl in like the penthouse, Mm -hmm. and like the music underneath that is kind of sort of turns porno-y. Yes, porno-y. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, like to set up the scene, um, I guess we're going a little bit into like backstory. So in the future, in these like lavish apartments. Um, they come with these, like, escort sort of services that come with the... Do they call them bodyguards? No. No, no, that's, that's the other guy. Yeah, what, um, what they're called is furniture. Yeah. So they're literally, yeah. like, they come with the with the room that you buy. Mm. And these women, like, yeah. Yeah, they're these women that just sort of, like, serve you. Yeah, so yeah. they like, sex slavery, essentially. Yeah, and it's, like, it's pretty gross. And, like, when mm. I was watching it, I was, I was watching it with my girlfriend and, like... She just like hated it, and yeah. I also like hated like all of like the the gender politics of this movie. It's very uh, gross. Yeah, I, I part of me wanted to see like like please let there be like one male like furniture in this movie. Nope. There was not nope. so, uh, and only what what's even worse is that literally two of them have names, mm-hmm. uh, and like there's a scene where there's like like ten or like eight of them and they're not even like mentioned like they don't even have any agency or like anything yeah they're just there to be to like show that the person who owns the building like is abusing them yeah. and like he beats them up and yeah it's pretty horrible it's awful yeah. yeah it reminded me of uh, uh, the show Another Period Natasha Leggero and Nick, uh, Ricky Lindholm's mm-hmm. uh, Christina Hendricks character uh, she's a maid 
So they strip away her Christian name and rename her Chair. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I gotta watch that show. It's, it's pretty good. good <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm coughing over here. I'm actually, I forgot to mention what I'm eating. I'm eating some some spicy uh, Cadoba habanero salsa and chips. Yeah. Ooh, that looks good. It's a, yeah, you want some? Yeah. I, 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 I love that Cadoba salsa. Yeah. This Soylent is pretty spicy. <laughs> no, it's the opposite of spicy. Yeah, new uh, Twitter name for you, Tim. Spicy Soylent. <laughs> Spi- yes. <laughs> for this episode, for uh, viral mark promotion, I'm going to change my Twitter <laughs> handle to this we, yeah. Spicy Soylent. We're trying to get sponsored. Yeah, I mean... Help us out. Soylent, I sponsor us. Soylent, if you're out there, Blue Apron, um, Nature Box, you know. Uh, fresh... Or what, uh, fuck. God damn it. The, the other food meal service... Um, well, I was going to say Hello Tishy uh, for portable bidets. <laughs> Hello Fresh. That's the other one. Hello Tishy. Tishy, yeah. It's like a bidet service that uh, Joey Diaz, like, sponsors. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? B- Listen, you've never heard, you've never heard like, a pitch for a product until you've heard Joey Diaz, like... Talk <laughs> about getting his ass sprayed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he does it so, like, emphatically and, like... Oh, God. Uh, it's, it's... Oh, God. Joey Diaz was in something that I saw recently, and it, like... Super, it weirded me out, and I don't remember what it was. He's in Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Too. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was another movie. Uh, shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's um, fucking so weird. Longest Yard. Oh, no, he was in, uh, he was in an episode of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He played, a yeah. pizza, he played a pizza shop owner. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, he, he is, like, his spirit, like, his pizza shop owner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fucking Brooklyn. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah. We should get Squatty Potty to uh, sponsor our after show. <laughs> yeah, this is what we're talking about. We're scheming here, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just we're like to... Soldier Boy. We got these future moves. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, speaking of esports and uh, food, uh, shout like let's let's get some gamer grub up in here. <laughs> gamer grub. Yeah. What is that? It's um, it's like Doritos flavored peanuts. Whoa. And shit. Yeah. That sounds. Revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah, sounds horrible. <laughs> and hey, speaking speaking of video games and Soldier Boy, didn't at one time he said he's gonna leave rapping to like uh, make video games? He has said a lot of shit. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I know he's like reached out to Konami before on Twitter, mm. saying like, "Hey Konami, you need to sp- sponsor Soldier Boy." <laughs> Soldier Boy's gonna um, be the project leader of the new Metal Gear. <laughs> so uh, I, I gotta say, fuck Konami. Just first of all, uh, Konami's awful. But, mm-hmm. um, and hail Kojima, I guess. But, yeah. You know? Um, Fuck Pachinko. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's where they're making all their money, though. Um, anyway, back to Soylent Green. <laughs> yeah, wait, what? Um, oh, so, New York. Got, oh, shit. Shit, I got salsa on my Tottenham jersey. On his white Fucking shirt. Fucking A. <laughs> all right, oh, excuse shit. me real quick. You, you guys keep talking. <laughs> spurs spurs uh, it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, New York City, 2022. Um, Detective Frank Thorne lives with his uh, lives with his old buddy Saul Roth, played by Edward G. Robinson, um, who is a police analyst, and um, they uh, they open up and they're just kind of like doing their regular old like roommate shit, like they're brushing each other's teeth and like hanging out and and shaving each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't actually do any of those things, <laughs> and um, they. Uh, they start talking about cases or whatever, and uh, basically Saul is like, 
Man, it used to be so good way back when. We had food and electricity and we had lives. Um, and it didn't fucking suck. Uh, and... Yeah, oh, shit. This, this is a bad synopsis. I'm trying to think of what happened in this movie. I watched it earlier today and I can't remember. This, um, this future is basically the future that the liberals want. Where, <laughs> you know, free food just being handed out on the street, you know. Mm, uh, 20 million people unemployed. Rationing. Yeah. Everyone I, wants it. I was feeling some strong, like, InfoWars, like, kind of vibes from this movie. There's there's some of that. There's some of that for sure. Um, Alex Jones just comes out and just yells about Soylent mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Soylent Green is people! <laughs> um, turning the frogs gay! All right. Um, That'd be funny if at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, everybody, uh, Charleston Heston is like, Soylent Green, it's turning the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> We have to stop it. Um, but uh, we should mention Edward G. Robinson was actually deaf uh, yeah. throughout this movie. Um, so they kind of had to, like, learn the lines, like, uh, do, do the scenes over and over, like, kind of match the rhythm and his response. So he'd, like, take visual cues rather than audio cues. Mm-hmm. Um, and often he would, like, uh, continue with the scene because he couldn't hear the director yell cut. Mm-hmm. So he would be off doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which- that's impressive because I also thought that he had the best performance of the movie. Like oh, yeah. He was, he was pretty fantastic. Um, um, and yeah. he actually uh, died. Uh, he, had ten, he had cancer. So he, after 10 days, 10 days after, I think, the release of this movie, uh, he actually passed away. Oh, man. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Edward G. Mm-hmm. Robinson, um, who would go on to inspire the voice of Chief uh, Clancy Wiggum on The Simpsons. Hmm. Yeah, and um, he's also uh, parodied in my favorite Looney Tunes cartoon called Racketeer Rabbit, where he plays uh, uh, Rocky, I think, uh, who's this gangster. It's like, yeah, see, Rabbit, give me the dough, see? Like, <laughs> Classic. Cagney yeah. and Lacey style guy. <laughs> so, yeah, about the plot. Um, sorry. I was, about that plot. <laughs> I had to go change my shirt, but I'm, <laughs> apologies if you guys already said this, but... It opens sort of up with um, a murder mystery, as we, as Jackson said yeah. before. It's like a cop kind of detective story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this rich, um, rich guy. Yeah, uh, Mr. he gets to this sort of um, this diplomat is murdered in his um, in his hotel room, um, or not hotel room, but like a condo. Yeah, um, which is where we meet Cheryl, the furniture, as we talked about earlier. Not Shirley, um, not Cheryl, Cheryl. Uh, <laughs> you might be confused because Charlton Heston who plays Lute- uh, Detective Frank Thorne, says all three of those names at different <laughs> points in the movie. Um, he was really fucking phoning it in this time. Um, um, but yeah, so... Wait, she's a 90s kid. Like, if it's 2022? Like, she's probably <laughs> I was born thinking in the about 90s. That. She's like a yeah, I was thinking about that. She's like 20-something. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's into video right. games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's introduced. Mm-hmm. She knows, um, she probably is very familiar with Rugrats mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Doug Funning. All of our favorite uh, Nick tunes. Yeah, and like most millennials, they don't like to work. Uh, yeah. You know, they just mm-hmm. like to eat. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, leeching off of our economy. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only, she only eats meat occasionally. She's, mm-hmm. a, she's a flexitarian. Um, you know. Do you think she grew up with like Soylent? Like the actual, not Soylent Green, <laughs> but like what I'm drinking right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 
Okay, so I fully expect within the next couple of years for Soylent to release a product called Soylent Red and Red and Yellow, uh-huh. and then eventually put out Soylent Green. And then they're gonna partner with Nintendo, like with like Pokemon, like Red and Yellow. Like yeah. you said, mm-hmm. you can get like different variations of it that are like co-sponsored with like new Pokemon games that come Jesus out. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to help you, you know, stay hydrated, get a full mm-hmm. meal while you're out on the go, yeah. playing Pokemon Go. So they had the original, like, remake of uh, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Fire Red. Mm-hmm. They're going to have Pokemon Soylent Red now. <laughs> um, I like this. Yeah, okay. Uh, that was, this is a bad bit. <laughs> um, we tried. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, yeah, William R. Simonson um, is killed in his apartment uh, by a guy with who he breaks into this house using a half crowbar, half, like, wrench. Um, And then he comes in and is basically like, hey, it's your time, basically. Like, he's assassinated by this man because he was hired by someone. Um, But he, like, he doesn't give up a fight at all, and he just goes, okay, take me out. Uh, (laughs) And he bashes him on the head with a crowbar. Yeah, he's uh, like, this is what God would have wanted her, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we don't have a God anymore, homeboy. Um, <laughs> it's real fucked up. Um, so, yeah, and then uh, Thorn comes in and investigates and kind of uh, starts to talk to uh, the lady, Cheryl, um, and becomes suspicious of the bodyguard named Tad named Tad uh, which is the whitest name um, that's one of, one of the Romneys is named Tad I remember <laughs> that from from that election oh my god um, so that's what that's what that reminded me of and like the owner of the what's it like the west like Chelsea like Swiss. Chelsea Chelsea Towers West yeah Chelsea Towers West this like lavish uh, c- complex mm-hmm. is owned by this guy named Charles mm-hmm. but just Charles just Charles. It's perfectly legal. It's perfectly legal. As he explains that his name is Just Charles. That's so fucking what the fuck. <laughs> like, I think it, I think like his last name was probably like Hitler or something. <laughs> and he didn't want anybody to know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's twenty twenty two. No one knows how to read and no one knows what Hitler is anymore, so Oh yeah, and there's like um, no books. Yeah, like no those books. are really rare. Um, use like etch a sketches to write. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like instead of telephones they have tin cans with strings. <laughs> They actually have wireless phones, though. Like, uh, the police yeah. call box, like, has a wireless phone in it, which I thought mm-hmm. was cool. In 1973, I bet that was a big deal. Yeah. Um, they also come into, uh, before Simonson is murdered, uh, Cheryl is playing a sort of, like, asteroids ripoff. <laughs> uh, and it seems like that is the only game you can play on this, like, like sit-down computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's called, like, it's, it's his, like, video computer uh, or something like that, and it's, yeah, very futuristic for the time. Um, so yeah, uh, no, sorry, it's, his name isn't Tad, it's Tab. Tab. With a B. Oh, that's better. <laughs> that's so much worse. Um. He was named after his fa- his parents' favorite cola. Yeah. Um, my low-sodium cola. Um, anyway, uh, Has there yeah. been, like, low-sodium Coke before? There has to be. Oh, God. Like, sodium-free Coke. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what, like, new Coke was originally, and they just decided, (laughs) like, fuck it. Um, Yeah. So, Thorn 
Thorne gets while he's in this at this crime scene, he gets this um, these books detailing the production of Soylent. Yeah, um, it's like the 2015 to 2019 Soylent Company Oceanographic Survey. Yeah, volumes one and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's very very analytical and extremely sci- like hard sci-fi. Like here's this book of shit that you don't understand. We're gonna have a character read it and uh, like tell you what it means. Um, so he gives it to his roommate, Saul Roth, um, and throughout the movie, Saul is sort of working on this, um, like, developing a case, uh, to bring against the, um, Soylent Corporation, sort of. Um. Was it just me, or did they kind of make his character a little, like, cartoonishly Jewish? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. he, he says Lahayim a lot, and, like, Oive a couple times. Calls him, like, a schmuck. He calls him a schmuck. And his name he, is, he like, Solomon sh- Roth. He calls him a schmuck after he says, Via con Dios. Yeah. Via con Dios. <laughs> it means go with God, you schmuck. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking weird. Um, uh, and, but he also, he takes the books, uh, Charleston Heston, Detective Thorne, takes the books uh, from the, uh, the dead person's apartment, Simonson's apartment, and he also takes his bourbon, his yep. beef, his lettuce, all no, his fresh food. Yeah, lettuce, um, the saddest stock of celery I've ever seen in my life, and two apples. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so later in the movie, they make a nice little stew out of that and have some dry, some like just some lettuce uh-huh. with it. That's the salad. Um, That's the yeah, starter. <laughs> just, just a salad. Um, and, and he um, later comes back to have sex with his furniture. <laughs> Uh, which yeah. is like one of the worst scenes that I, I think actually the worst scene in this movie it's really bad where he like just comes into this apartment and just like tells like her like get on the bed and mm-hmm. just has sex with her yep. it's, ugh. it's really awful yeah. yeah um yeah so uh he is uh like he works for the 14th precinct and like he's he's kind of like a cop that doesn't play by the rules and he's getting like called off this case because he's not supposed to be on it um, but he's like, I, I can do it. I can do it. Um, and he's like looking into shit that he shouldn't really be into. Um, and, uh, yeah. So then he starts tag, like, I believe he starts like tagging along and, um, following the, uh, the bodyguard at this point. Yeah. Um, and meets the bodyguard's furniture, mm-hmm. uh, Martha and, um, which seems really fishy, because, like, why would a bodyguard be able to afford yeah. furniture, mm-hmm. like, literal furniture that's actually really nice, and yeah. uh, and a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And, and, and strawberries in a jar, strawberry yeah. jam, mm. which is $150 a jar. Oh, so sweet. Oh, well, they, say, they don't say dollars, they say D's. Yeah, they say oh, D's. Yeah. Which D's. I can only assume Nuts. stands for Disney dollars. Yep. <laughs> uh, at this point, Disney has bought every media company and has t- taken over for the, uh, for the treasury. Mm-hmm. Um, we're now just passing enamel pins back and forth. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, I'll, <laughs> Those things are expensive. I know. Can, I tra- can you Jesus. trade your 20 Soylent bricks for a Jafar? Yeah. <laughs> Can I can I get a rare limited edition Darth Vader where, like holding a rose or something? Can I get a Kylo Ren uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, <laughs> pen from my collection? Mm-hmm. Man, the people that collect those are nuts. Yeah, uh, it is a lot. Well, I think would we go so far to say people that collect enamel pins, not just Disney ones, are also a little crazy? Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Um, 
so uh, he tags the bodyguard, sees all this like all this lavish living, like what the fuck is going on. Then he goes back to um, Simon's uh, Simonson's apartment and talks to Cheryl, um, who tells him that like he became that like Simonson started going to church a couple like a couple weeks months before or days before his death um mm-hmm. and like saw a bunch of um like saw saw a priest and started like talking to him um and this is where the multiple furniture girls come and like come to the apartment and it's like what the fuck is going on yeah uh and it's awful and charles st- just starts beating them and it's really gross but it's um, also revealed that um the the victim uh, simonson right yeah he had, like, close associates with, like, the board of, um... He was on the board of Soylent, and, like, another close associate of his was, like, the governor mm-hmm. of New York. Yeah. Santini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I'm going to Santorini this summer. Fun fact. Ooh. That's in that's Greece. Cool. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Um, Please tell us, like, everything about the food there. I totally will. I totally I will. can't wait to hear. I'm very excited. We're also going to Rome, so... Look at, look at that. Um, nice. A so, trip to Rome, if you will. Or trip to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll, um, yeah, we'll do that movie. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so, um, Thorne then goes to the church uh, and tries to see the um, the uh, the father there, the priest there. Who, um, to me, was basically just like Ben Carson in his demeanor. <laughs> he was like really spacey. He's like... <laughs> Oh, uh, come back tomorrow. I'm very tired. <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit! Yeah, and he kind of spoke like he kind of spoke like Ben Carson too, like like sort of soft and mm-hmm. um, blinking a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, oh, it's because uh, uh, Simonson confessed to him like the terrible secret that he he came upon, and the priest is like having to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he will not tell Thorne what, what happened. Mm. Um, well, he also, like, yeah, he, he doesn't really know what's going on either. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't, he can't, like, he literally can't remember what Simonson, like, confessed to him. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then Thorne starts to, like, figure out what's going on and starts to kind of know his connection um, to Santini, who they were partners at a law firm, um, and uh, this is where he gets taken off the case, or the case is closed, because it's like, we're not going to find the murderer, whatever, it's like, it doesn't matter anymore, but Thorne is like, I'm going to figure it out, because I'm a cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so he continues to look into it, and um, that's where he gets like put on like the riot duty. Yeah, he gets put on riot duty, and here we see like the Soylent riots, where there's a shortage of Soylent Green, and it's a Tuesday, which is when Soylent Green comes out. My dudes. Uh, what? <laughs> it's a Tuesday, my dudes. <laughs> that's, that's how the meme works. Yes, right? that's that's, what, <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah. Um, on the TV, it's like remember Tuesday is Green Soylent Day or something. My dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, uh, there's a riot. This old la- this old lady yeah. comes out. Because they like, run out of Soylent. Yeah. They so gave people's... me a half a kilo. A <laughs> half a kilo. <laughs> no, That's a quarter bullshit. of a kilo. Yeah, a quarter of a kilo. I was expecting Uncar Plett to come out. Yeah. <laughs> One quarter, quarter portion. portion. What if that stuff Ray was eating 
was also people. I mean, like, it's a desert planet where you can I mean, get food. I mean, that makes sense. Um, man, I love that effect in that movie where she, like, pours water on it. Mm-hmm. it yeah, there's a practical effect, bigger. too. It's cool as fuck. I love it. Yeah, they, um, like, inflated, like, uh, the food from, like, they, like, drained the water and, like, inflated the thing and it looks yeah. like bread. God, I yeah, love this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, next week. <laughs> yeah, next week we're watching Force yeah. Awakens. Oh, uh, we should mention um, by this point, uh, Tab uh, secretly, uh, he goes into the confession booth with the priest and shoots him with a silencer. So I, I was, yeah, that, that happens. It's really I, silent, by the way. Yeah. It's so silent. There's like 50 people waiting outside to go in the confession booth and no one notices. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, if, so like, I, after, what if nobody noticed? Like they just... Went along like all fifty just kept you know didn't yeah. notice the priest was dead. I mean that would not that that'd be a, a great commentary on the on the people of the time. Um, I when I saw that I was confused and I thought there was Charlton Heston for a really long time mm-hmm. because they look extremely similar. Yeah. Yeah. So the first scene where Tab is introduced, I thought it was still Charleston Heston. I was really confused. <laughs> yeah. This movie is like. It's, like, really white. Full of blonde white dudes. Yeah. Just a ton of blonde white dudes. <laughs> They're all really sweaty and greasy also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super 70s. Because it's a perpetual heat wave as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Soylent riots start happening, and um, the riot police come in because they knew um, they knew there were going to be some tensions. Um, and you start hearing over the loudspeakers... Uh, Move out. The scoops are coming, I think is what it... Mm. Is that what it says? Uh, The scoops are coming. The scoops are coming. And um, just a bunch of fucking dump trucks with scoops, like, with, like, uh, with, like, snow plows or, like, uh, like Mm -hmm. backhoe, um, like, scoops just start coming in and, like, scooping people into their fucking... uh, into the backs of the trucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're just, like, moving death. forward to disperse and, like, s- flipping them and scooping them. They had a lot of shots where mm-hmm. they scooped people. Uh, yeah. I'd like to mention, this is, like, a pretty normal occurrence for this to happen in New Orleans, especially <laughs> during Mardi Gras. Oh, of course, yeah. The scoops so, are coming. The scoops are coming. Get rid of but, your... They're out of daiquiris! The, no! This did, though, remind me of, like, how they clean up a parade, like, a, a really big parade with the floats and marching bands after... After that, they clean it up. They actually get bulldozers with scoops to come and scoop the trash. Just drive sense. along the the, per, the the parade route and just scoop the trash like that. Sounds like uh, sounds like when it snows here in Madison. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> just snow plows. See, I'm mm-hmm. an idiot, and I thought when they said the scoops are coming, they meant like more scoops of Soylent, because like it was established <laughs> that the way they serve it is through these like giant like kind of like Whole Foods. Uh, yeah, like bulk you know, the, bin. Buck bin scoops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they just meant like, yeah, more scoops more are coming. Scoops just coming. calm down. <laughs> what if all the people in the crowd, that's that, that's what they thought they meant too. So that's <laughs> oh, why shit. Still they like were running towards them. Hanging around. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, yay, the scoops. More scoops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, so uh, another assassin who was hired by the Soylent Corporation tries to kill uh, Detective uh, Thorne. Is that his name? Yeah, uh, yeah. And this is the uh, same assassin from the beginning, right, Tim? I think it is. The 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 crowbar guy. I think so. Yeah. And he has a, a again a really silent gun. Like they put like silencers are. I mean they they make it less loud, but these are like. Yeah. Oh, the, also, the, the Foley work, the sound effect for the like the people, the crowd of people running. Mm-hmm. It was like 
really soft footsteps, <laughs> like uh, like behind like the big like machine sounds of the scoops scooping people and them yelling. It was like of just like people running around. It's like. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, the assassin, uh, misses twice and hits two other people. I, I think Charleston Heston was just picking up people to use a shield. <laughs> um, but he, uh, gets the drop on the assassin who, uh, gets knocked down, but he shoots him in the leg yeah. and then, uh, he's gonna, he tries to get him, but then a, a big scoop comes right down on the assassin and squishes him. Mm-hmm. And blood just starts like pooling out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty gnarly. Um, so, Thorn um, then goes to Tab's apartment and beats the shit out of Tab um, and his mistress, which is fucked up. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, I'm not gonna. Tab's like, I'm not gonna hit a cop, you bastard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Martha comes and starts hitting Charleston Heston, and then he gives her the old one-two, and yeah. then Tab gets pissed off and starts attacking him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he's like, you'll get life in prison for that, you idiot. Uh, you'll get sent to a, <clears throat> a, a, a disposal factory, which will come into play a little bit later. Yeah. Because, uh, oh, they, they talk about how um, at the beginning of the movie, Simonson, his body was taken to a disposal factory or whatever you call it mm-hmm. uh, to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so then... Uh, uh, Thorn goes back to Simonson's apartment, gets fixed up by Cheryl. Um, Cheryl tells him that she has feelings for him, um, and she's afraid because there's a new tenant coming in. Um, and he's like, well, I can't really stay, whatever, whatever. It's curfew, so I gotta go. Um, and she meets the new tenant, and that's about it. And he's um, a scumbag. Yeah, he's awful. Not like, like our protagonist. Charles- <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, th- through this entire movie, Roth, uh, Edward, Edward G. Robinson has been looking at these um, uh, these Soylent's, uh, the oceanographic reports, uh, and goes to look at the, uh, and goes to get help from, like, other academics, basically, other old people that can read. Um, I guess they're like the, librarians. Yeah, uh, they, he calls them Your Honor, um, so it seems like they're like former judges or something. I don't know, um, but they. Uh, so he goes there to kind of talk about this with them, and they're like, "The Soylent's fucked up, but we can't really tell you." Um, and Roth like, like, and Roth realizes it on his own. Um, and, like, that it's made from human bodies, whatever. Uh, and he realizes that he can't live with this information and goes to die, essentially. Um, and is, uh, and goes to the, I forget what they call it. It's just, like, it's a, cl- it's a clinic for euthanasia, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's at the former Madison Square Garden. <laughs> um. Is that what it was? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, they call it going home, um, and so as he's dying, like, he, he gets ushered in by people in robes, and he sees, uh, I believe the song is Rite of Spring, um, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, it's that song. Um, He's, like, asked, like, what's your favorite, uh, color, and what kind of music do you like? Um, I like orange and classical, 
soft classical. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, yeah, so he sees a bunch of clips of, like, the green earth and how nice it used to be. Um, and he, uh, and at this point, Thorn comes in rushing to see him, and um, he, uh, like, tries to get a hold of him, and uh, the doctor or whatever is like, no, you can't. And then Thorne threatens to kill him, and then he's like, okay, you can. <laughs> uh, and so he's, like, talking over the loudspeaker to uh, to Roth, like, hey, bud, how's it going? You don't really want to die, do you? And he's like, yeah, I do. But, like, there's this big secret that uh, that you should know about. And um, I should have probably written this in my note <laughs> I initially left for you. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> um, follow me when I die, I guess, or maybe not. And then he dies. And then Roth and then Thorn follows him. Uh, so like they wrap him up, they put him in a big old garbage truck, mm-hmm. um, and he uh, Thorn gets on top of the garbage truck uh, where there's just a shit ton of bodies in there, and he um, uh, he uh, he like rides it to this disposal plant, um, and this disposal plant is where they make Silent Green. Um, and he sees the process and gets in a big fight with the people there, um, and then makes his way home. Um, oh, yeah, they didn't really have an elaborate, like, uh, system for, for, like, making the Soylent Green, or they didn't show it, like... No, it, it shows, just like, seems the like they, they bodies dump being the... dumped in a vat, and yeah. then, like, the next scene, he runs past a conveyor belt where, like, the little green squares yeah. are, like... <laughs> it's like, well, how did they turn from... Boiled bodies to green squares. What happened? Yeah, I want to know. Like a, a Rube Goldberg, like kind of <laughs> yes, uh, like scene <laughs> set to like that music. Just bodies getting crushed in the soil green. I love it. It's um, like the Wally music that he dances. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like music from Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Um, so yeah, a little a little bossa nova. Um, so he uh, so he sees it's being made, and then he goes back to the city, and uh, he's ambushed by Tab um, and three other uh, goons. government government goons, um, and they uh, he like calls for backup as he like call, sees yeah, them. Yeah, he calls Cheryl to tell her that he loves her, uh, and then places and then calls the cops, um, and so eventually, like they get they chase and whatever and they get back to the Catholic church that they originally go to. Um, and they struggle, they struggle, they struggle. They wake everyone up that's staying there. Um, and then, uh, Tab, Tab gets shot and he kills him, uh, after Thorn, I believe also gets shot in the leg or whatever. Um, yeah, no, Thorn gets, uh, Tab shoots Thorn through like the back and it like oh, comes shit. out of his stomach. Oof. And then Thorn, uh, like is like uh, on the ground, and then Tab comes to like you know finish him off, and then he picks up a a, a knife that was there, and he stabs Tab right. right in the in the yeah. gut. Mm. And then um, the lieutenant, his lieutenant comes in and is like, "Man, you're a I don't forget what he calls it. He's like you're a bad detective, but you're a good cop or something. Yeah, something like that. It's mm-hmm. like." Classic cop shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're and a then, son of a bitch. But yeah. But damn it, you son. get results. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, you're a good cop. Um, and he's like, uh, he's, and then Thorne is like, did I get him? Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got him. <laughs> and then his, um, 
And then as he's getting carted out, he's basically like, Soylent, Soylent Green, there's a big secret. Soylent Green, Soylent Green. It's people. Soylent Green is people! And then it's the... And then it ends, and then it's the clips from when uh, Roth dies. Yeah. It's the same clip that Roth sees when he dies. So I have, like, one question about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Is it that it's made out of dead people, or... It's made out are of dead they, people, yeah. yeah they dead also, people. like... Okay, because I was under the premise, because I think this is probably, like, the most, like, kind of spoiled... It's up there with, like, some of the most, like, spoiled movies that people just oh, already yeah. know the ending when you, of it. When you look up Soylent Green on Google, it autocorrects to is people. Yeah, like it is. It is one of the most Spoiler. quoted. Like it's like Luke, I am your father. Like it's like that shit where you talk about this movie, even mm-hmm. if no one's seen it. Like they know that that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was under the impression always that like those scoops were like taking live people and like throwing them into like a vat. To, that's like, what I thought. Yeah. Too, but I don't know if that's actually happening. So I, then that yeah. yeah, I don't know what the scoops do. Like I, I think maybe they just. Drop them off after they're done with the riot, or I see. It would make sense take... to me that they just like took these people because they're not yeah. like the government doesn't give up shit. So like, why they could just take those people and kill them? Yeah, I mean, thinking out loud right now, I think it makes <laughs> sense. Like, yeah, if, if it's just dead bodies and you're not abusing that, um, but you know, granted, we've this movie has established that the government is very corrupted. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there could be like very uh, questionable executions yeah. that happen. Mm-hmm. I mean. When it comes to, like, world, I mean, yeah, that's, like, when it comes, I was going to say, when it comes to world hunger and your option is, like, cannibalism of dead, of just dead people, like, that's not that bad. Yeah, that's, not bad. that's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you cut it, you cut it with some plankton, because mm-hmm. the, the yeah. ocean is dying, they're running out of plankton, so you got to cut it with yeah. something, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, like, I, this, this movie is, like, uh, it, it kind of feels like this is what society was would have been like in like a Mad Max kind of world before Fury Road, yeah. like Mad Max One, sure. like things are sh- shits falling apart. Like, like it kind Japanese, of Japanese like version would be like Mad Max Zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, and but like uh, I think it would have been like a more compelling thing if like uh, people were disappearing. You know, live people, yeah. like you said, Quentin. Like you know, like the scoops are taking people. Like where do they go? Like we don't know. There's but, not hey, a lot of tension, At least, yeah. like, in the world, necessarily. Like, people are still yeah. living, mm-hmm. um, and they're, like, they're hungry, but, like, people are still, and they're, like, there's not a lot of space, because we see that. But, like, uh, Charlton Heston and uh, uh, Edward G. Robinson live in a in an apartment that, like, people are just sleeping in the hallways and shit. Yeah, there's, um, like, on the stairs everywhere, like, on top of each other. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, people aren't, like, actively getting, like, called for this and that yeah that would be if they made it now i think that's what would happen yeah because um, he says that at the final like the final monologue of charles and heston is like pretty soon they're gonna start breeding us like cattle uh mm-hmm. which i feel like they kind of they kind of set the movie at the wrong time period throughout this whole process of eating people like it should have been like oh like they're stealing, they're disappearing live people, or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, hey, 1973, fix mm. your movie. <laughs> it is, I mean, people are dying at an alarming late rate. I think at one point, um, like, just for murders, mm-hmm. uh, they talk about, like, there's 147 murders that we haven't even solved. Solved. <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
Um, like, there's 40 million people, but Jesus. Uh, uh, did he say it, like, per day, though? I yeah. think he said there's well, 147 like, murders per day. Not, not per day, but, like, oh, okay. the, of, like, cases that haven't been solved in, mm-hmm. like, the last day. So that's pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I don't know, 147 people, that could... That could that could feed hundred, at least 147 people. Yeah, and I think, like, they do, like, they do an okay job at, like, world building, like, through, yeah. uh, I guess, exposition. Like, I think the opening is, like, very good at conveying, like, the setting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's so much better than, like, your, uh, like a really shitty sci-fi movie that's, mm-hmm. like, a long exposition, or, like, long te- text scroll, uh, uh, like, explaining, like, a prophecy or something like that. Yeah, no, they, yeah. um... It's, it's like a cool, like, I actually, like, the intro is really interesting to me because it was, like, from the beginning of the Industrial Revolution to present, mm-hmm. like, quotes, um, like, 2022. And it's, like, it's photos in a montage, like, in a well-edited montage. It begins with uh, something saying, our whole universe was in a uh, whole dense cloud, and then the Big Bang Theory. I, I can't do the Big Bang Theory, so I fucked up this joke. But that was what I was going for. God damn it. <laughs> so if you've seen the Big Bang Theory's like opening like <laughs> opening on their show, yes. it's essentially yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna look Fuck. up the lyrics. <laughs> Fuck the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, so John Favreau directed the pilot for Young Sheldon. I'm just gonna throw that uh, out. Oh yeah, you're right. Jesus Christ. We have to watch Young Sheldon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's kinda of left open ended, right, at the end, whether or not mm. Uh, like, because Charleston Heston, he's, like, you know, not doing too well. Like, he's very vulnerable. He could be murdered, at, you know, by any corrupt person. He kind of tells his, his police chief to uh, spread the word about uh, Soylent Green being people and all that. Uh, but, it, you know, I think it... And then it ends with, like, the same images that Edward G. Robinson's character had in his suicide booth mm-hmm. uh, that he was in. So I was like... Is it kind of implied that, like, uh, you know, that's, like, what, you know, he, uh, Charleston Heston kind of had the same fate of being offed as well, or? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's a quick question open-ended there. Uh, for mm-hmm. the two of you. Sorry yes. to interrupt. Did you guys know that the Bare Naked Ladies sing the Big Bang Theory Oh, my song? God, what the fuck? No. Nope, I did not know that. God damn it. I'm looking up the lyrics here, but anyways. <laughs> it's, at, it's credited, Google credits Bare Naked Ladies. Jesus Christ. Yeah. While, while you were talking, Tim, Jackson was just shaking his head at me while yes, I was thinking this man. Can we have a, a live uh, reading of the... Chicken China, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> well, our whole universe was in a hot, dense state. Then nearly 14 billion years ago, expansion started. Wait. The Earth began to cool. The autotrophs began to drool. Neanderthals developed tools. We built a wall. We built the pyramids. Math, science, history, unraveling the mysteries. That all started with the Big Bang. Hey, on CBS. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's the opening of the movie. That, I mean, those lyrics sound like Bare Naked Lady lyrics. Like, it's not, that's not out of the question. Um, Jesus yeah. Christ. All right, um, so we've covered this movie. Um, we've said everything that we need to, and we even covered Big Bang Theory. Um, <laughs> oh, let me also just say on the podcast, fuck Charleston Heston. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck that Heston. dude. Piece of shit. I, I, I watched a documentary... It's like a famous documentary. It's about like the Vietnam War, uh, and but it's about all right. Charleston Heston chose. Uh, this is for a class. He he hosts it, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Charleston Heston," and he's like a big NRA guy too. 
Um, yes, he and, very famously had an NRA rally like in Colorado, uh, like the week after Columbine happened. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah look that. it up on. It was on um, that uh, Michael Moore movie, uh, Bowling, Bowling for, for Columbine. Columbine. Oh my god! He talked about that. Um, and basically, this documentary hosted by Charleston Heston was arguing that uh, media coverage uh, that painted the Vietnam War in a negative light is what really lost the U.S. the Vietnam War. Like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? That and that's what they're saying. You, you see, it's really the media that that messed everything up. Yeah, not, Jesus not military incompetence, and we should have never been there in the first place. Uh, Liberal yeah. media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So okay, um, yeah, fuck Charleston. <laughs> yeah, fuck Charleston. Um, let's get under ratings. Um, yes, please. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so we have we have a set of ratings. Um, and we no longer... Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's in the corner. Sorry. Uh, we have to put it away when we have guests. When someone has guests over. <laughs> um, we have to hide the, the Favreau shrine yeah, as well. So, um, our, so we have our highest rating, which is our God-tier films, um, is I like to sp- I'd Like to Speak with the Chef. And <laughs> we've only given that to one movie, and that movie is Tim. That movie is Chef. Yes. <laughs> A single <laughs> tier. Um, uh, under that we have I'll have a cheese having, um, which is like, that's a, it's a really, it's a great movie. I'd, I'd recommend it to, I'd recommend it to everyone. Um, we have three Alp stars, which is good. Not great. Um, like it's sort of like, uh, yeah, middling. I'd, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd watch it. Um, recommend it with reservations, um, which is maybe another category we should have. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a funny joke. Um, uh, under that, we have, mm, I'll take it to go. Um, and that's kind of like, eh, I'll take it or leave it. Um, like, I watched it. I sort of enjoyed it, but it wasn't my favorite. Um, I probably wouldn't recommend it to anyone. But like, It's like the fast food of, yeah, of foods. I don't, reg- like, I don't regret watching it. Um, it's, it's, yeah. Um, it's like your fast casual. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have... Uh, on three, guys. One, two, three. Uh, uh, check, check, please. please. Um, which is our worst uh, worst regular rating. Um, and it's like, don't recommend... We don't recommend this to anyone. Don't watch it. This is stupid and not good. Um, it's like, there's not really any redeeming... Like, there might be one or two redeeming qualities, but it's just, like, not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our last rating, um, which we've only given to one movie as well, uh, is Dine and Dash... And we've only given that to one movie, and that movie is Waiting. Uh, Hooray! No, no. Apologies. <laughs> um, for the listeners, uh, the poster just fell apart. Yeah, um, I bought a really cheap frame for this <laughs> thing because it's a really big poster. And um, I'm curious what I'm going to do with it once I graduate. Yeah, we've, uh, we've only given that to one movie, and it was Waiting, and that movie fucking blows, and don't ever watch it, it's awful. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so um, what did you guys think of Silent Green? Um, I think at like the heart of this movie, it's like it's a premise I think I would really like. Um, you know, it's got detective elements. Um, it's like a cheesy fifties science fiction, and it's kind of like a thriller horror thing yeah. going on for it. But I really cannot get over like 
how awful like women are in this, or, like how awful women are depicted in this movie. Mm-hmm. It almost it was about to sound like I hate women, but I do not. And do not edit that to make it sound like I hate women. Quentin says, "Quote: I hate women." Oh God! It it's like deep. that. It's like that Arrested Development joke where. Job is, like, accused of killing this person through a magic act, and he's like, don't edit this to make it sound like I killed the man. (laughs) And then that's the only clip they play of him saying, I killed killed the man. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Anyways, so I'm going to have to give this, like, uh, uh, I guess take it a go. I mean, I think you're fine with your life, like, just knowing the the plot twist. Yeah. You still Mm -hmm. get it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're not missing much. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say take it a go. Like a low take it to go. Um, really, you should just listen to this podcast, and <laughs> and you're good. You don't yeah. need to watch this movie. Honestly, we're uh, probably more interesting than it. It's, yeah, <laughs> it does. It's it's only an hour and a half, and it feels longer mm-hmm. than that. Um, like the the scene where Ed, Edward G. Robinson was that was also like where he committed suicide was uh, that was well done. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. And uh, and I did like a lot of the the. the details in this movie like the, the world building how there's like just people like sleeping all over the every surface of like a of a of a building and stuff mm-hmm. thought that was kind of done well but it, it was a little slow i think yeah uh, just watch blade runner 2049 uh <laughs> it's much much better and it's kind of the same yeah uh, it's still <laughs> extremely misogynistic <laughs> um yeah uh i i'm gonna agree with you guys i'll, I'll say it take it to go it's a classic um, watch it if you're interested in where that where the quote comes from, and like if you're interested in kind of sci-fi um, sci-fi history. But otherwise, um, you don't really need to see it. It's boring. Um, it's like it's sexist and not um, not that interesting. So um, yeah, I mean, see it if you're a sci-fi fan and are like and are like really itching to get your oeuvre or get your not oeuvre um, get your sort of. Um, uh, your milieu uh, larger, mm-hmm. so yeah. you're a typical Rick and Morty fan, right? Yep, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah. All right. So we have uh, restaurant recommendations, plugs, and plugs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Tim runs the Twitter. I run the Facebook. You can tell which one's better. Um, uh, and I run the SoundCloud. Hey. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you can follow, follow me on uh, Twitter at Jackson Rody, um, and Instagram at Jackson Rody. Uh, I had a I had a fun little picture that I found. Uh, there was a car that had a bunch of bobbleheads in the back of it, and two of them were Buddha and Jesus, and the other ones were Disney, and uh, the other ones were uh, Star Wars, Spider Man, Batman, and the Joker. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, it was great. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And the, I guess, I am about to eat some frozen Lou Malnati's Chicago-style deep-dish pizza um, from my roommate, John Luke, whose mom sent him a freezer box full of uh, full of pizzas for... Um, Valentine's Day. That's amazing. Yeah, because um, they you can get them shipped to you, and um, yeah, so we're gonna have we're making like four pizzas. <laughs> we're just gonna fucking pig the fuck out. So I'm gonna plug mm. Lou, Lou Malnati's mail order catalog. <laughs> nice. That sounds excellent. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
yeah, you go, Tim. I don't know. I want to. I want to. Uh, yeah, uh, like Twitter, uh, Foobies Podcast. Also, Dimic Tim on Foobies Podcast. Uh, and I want to plug uh, Soylent, of course. Also, Seven <laughs> Eleven, where you can buy your Soylent. Um, and I can't really think of. Uh, I, I I ate at a, a Mexican restaurant called Yucas. Uh, yesterday, which was really good. I think I've plugged that one before, but I'll just I throw that in again. I don't think you have. Like, I haven't eaten it before. I think we haven't introduced... I, it was before we introduced the plug system for restaurants, mm. I think. Okay, yeah. Um, it's uh, They have a, a location like in Pasadena, uh, a new one, and also the original, the OG, is in Los Feliz in L.A., and it's delish, so you should y'all check it out. Yeah, it's tiny. It's like a little, like... It used to be, like, a gas station. Um, mm-hmm. You literally just walk up to this, like, small booth and order tacos. It's great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I got I got a, re- a restaurant that I haven't recommended on here before, mm-hmm. but I've talked about it very fondly. So, um, first off, you can follow me on Twitter at ChinoLatinoQ. Uh, follow me there to see some takes I have about my new favorite show, uh, Steven Universe. So it's oh, nice. A pretty great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started getting into it because there was a really depressed, mopey character named Quentin. <laughs> and I just thought, okay, well, I need to get into this now. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, follow the the Twitter, Instagram, or we don't have an Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter, write us an iTunes review. That'd be really swell. Yeah. You can do that if you're a fan. Uh, it helps us get more views or listens. It gets mm-hmm. more traction of the show. Yeah. So do that for us, please, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, what was the last? Oh, restaurant. Okay, so I'd like to recommend A8 China, which yeah. is my favorite um, like fast food, Chinese food here in Madison. I will always go there like midday to get like some fried tofu and like vegetable stir fry or a hot and sour soup for like three bucks or like a large wonton soup for under three dollars. Yeah, it's great value. It's very like kind of you feel like the very mom and pop like sort of local oh, feel sure. to it so yeah. that's something I really appreciate it's also like the only place that I see like actual like international students eating there um, which I think is a plus uh, mm-hmm. like there's actual Chinese students that eat there yeah it's pretty um, revealing I so, think yeah so uh, it's good there's my plug mm-hmm. nice alright so um, uh, we wrap things up here uh by everybody pick up your Soylent plastic bottle, recyclable, <laughs> um, and you clink your glasses together and you say provecho, which is like, hey, thanks for the meal. Thanks for dining with us to your health. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two, three. Provecho. 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 Mm, that's a good Soylent. Mm-hmm. Please sponsor us. Foovies will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, find him on SoundCloud at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J O N N Y.